0: Let's get into it. How are y'all doing? Welcome to Ornamental Note Podcast. It's your girl, Aracelis. I can honestly say I have truly missed you guys. I definitely, definitely miss these types of vibes, getting on here, talking about what I'm going through, talking about some opinions and everything, all of the above, like, I definitely needed this, and that's why I made it a point, even though I promised you guys, episode four, we was going to have a guest. I want to apologize in advance. Unfortunately, this is episode four, with your Girl, Aracelis, the one and only, all dolo solo. Like, there is no guest. We are still working on video content. I'll explain the video content a little later in the episode, On why I'm not recording video content at the moment. But unfortunately, there's no guest, and I do wanna apologize. I know my episode, episode two that I had my guest on, was a very cool episode, fun, opinionated. Nice and drawn out, and it was just great. I got nothing but good feedback on that episode. I've gotten good feedback on all my episodes, but that one in particular, everybody was really excited about. We had some perspective from a man's point of view, from two independent women's point of view, so that was really great. But this episode, I just wanna be raw with you guys. I wanna be honest. I wanna let you guys know what I've really been going through you know, I did miss a drop. Shit happens, life happens, right? Um, unfortunately, there was just a lot going on on my end, on me missing my drop. The guest I was supposed to have for episode four, his and my schedule literally kept clashing. Um, we were trying to figure out when to meet, when to, when to record the episode. I I told him, you know, this is going to be the first episode, video content, be ready, look good, look fly, put that shit on, um, because I'm ready. And you know what this nigga told me, y'all? This nigga going to tell me he don't got a haircut. I said, what? You don't have a haircut? Like, okay. Okay. But I'm still sure you taking pictures for your story, you putting up TikToks and everything like that. So what's the big deal if I make some video content when you have a no haircut? Cause for real, for real, baby boy, you are not the star of the show. Aricellus is. So why does it matter if you don't have a haircut or not? Like it really just made me laugh at the fact that he told me he didn't have a haircut. I'm just like, okay, wear a hat. <laughs> like wear a do rag. I don't know, but like just cover your head. But even with that being said, um, we still just couldn't get it together. And unfortunately, I never was able to even sit down and record an episode with him. I was going to be talking about entrepreneurs. He's an entrepreneur himself. So shout out to my boy on being an entrepreneur and his own boss. But unfortunately, I'm just going to have to put a halt to that episode and possibly maybe have to have that conversation with another entrepreneur. It just didn't work out in our department. you know. Everything is meant to be. So I'm going to just continue to leave that in God's hands. But other than that, like I said in the beginning, y'all, I want to be raw. I want to be honest with y'all, let y'all know what I'm going through, let y'all know what's really going on in my head, give y'all a piece of shit, my trials and tribulations for the past month or so. Once again, I do apologize for missing a drop. All my loyal fans, I fucking appreciate y'all. It was really people who hit me up like, Where's your episode? Girl, I'm waiting for the drop. What's up with the episode? Like, I was like, Damn, like that, that really made me excited for myself. And it really gave me something to look forward to keep doing this, even when I'm going through shit, even when life smacks you in the face, even when shit is getting hard and time is kind of really consuming and you feel like you don't have any time for yourself, you always have to sit down and make that time for yourself because, shit, you could drive yourself crazy not giving yourself that own your own little personal time and everything like that. So, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate y'all loyal fans. Um, I love y'all. I always tell y'all that, but I really do love y'all. Without y'all, there would be no podcast. So, with that being said, most of y'all... I would hope so. Listen to episode three. If not, go tune in. Um, Y'all know where to check me out at. But episode three, I really just basically covered that how I felt about, you know, family in general. And long story short, I feel like you make your own family, who you put in your circle is your own family. It doesn't have to be forced family who's labeled a uncle, a dad, and a mom. Whoever you decide to make your family, that's who your family, point blank, period. Is blood thicker than water? I don't agree. Blood is, blood is thicker than water, yes, but in reality, sometimes we always choose that water over blood, so moral of the story. Y'all also heard me talk about um, winning custody on my niece, like Winning custody on my knees. Let me tell y'all like, oh my God, y'all, I'ma just be honest. I'ma just shout out all the single moms, all the single dads, everyone who's done it by themselves with nobody who's helped them, everybody who's ever adopted a child, raised a child on their own, anybody who's ever done anything also with the system, fostering a child, anything like that. Y'all, I commend the fuck out of y'all. Real shit. Because at the end of the day, this shit is not easy. This shit is not for the birds. Like, sometimes I really have to, like, take a step away and, like, really calm myself down. Because sometimes my reaction that I want to give is not deserved on her end. She doesn't deserve that treatment or... Maybe it's not for a child, if that makes any sense. Um, And I've realized that, realized what having her, like, sometimes, not that I may be the problem, but sometimes my reaction may be the problem. So sometimes walking away, I've learned, has been best for me. Or just ignoring the stupid shit. I have very, very, very little patience, like, very, very little patience with anything, with my dog, with my cat. With niggas, with my parents, with family, friends. Like, I just am one of those types of people that I get irritated or blown really quick. Like, bro, my hair could be just got done and put in braids and the part could be slightly slanted. I'm irritated that I just sat there for nine hours and you couldn't figure out the fucking middle part to save your life. Like, what? Make it make sense. Like, I literally, I really get irritated really fast. I don't know. I have to work on it. Maybe it's a Leo thing. I don't know, but I do know that about myself. And I've realized that even more with raising a child, like with really being a guardian or being a parent, whatever you want to call it. She is my niece. Um and you know, I try to have a soft spot for her because she has been through like really a lot, y'all. Like she's really been through so much in the past, I would say like 22 months. And it's just like a kid who's been in the system for 22 months, literally have like no morals, no manners. They don't know how to think for themselves. Like they're very brainwashed. Like there's so many little things that I I find myself correcting her on, like just simple things like was having manners or you know, she was a medicated child. And I say was because, yes, I took her off her medication, but she was a very medicated child. And I don't even want to say very, but she was a medicated child. And she thought she couldn't go day to day without her medications. Mind you, this ain't no big ass diagnosis. Like I have a healthy nine year old and I thank God for that every single day. Like There's no big, huge problems with her. Not for nothing. In my opinion, every fucking kid got ADHD. You got to teach a kid to sit still and sit there and that they have to have self-control and stuff like that, right? Not teach a kid that, oh, you have ADHD and the only thing that can control this is this medication. That's not really cool. That's not really cool. Like, So... With her being brainwashed and, like I said, not having manners and things like that, like I'm really trying to be patient in those departments, but it's just so hard. And then I'm so used to living together, or not together, alone. I'm so used to living alone, so anything annoys me. Like, I was used to waking up to a quiet house. I wake up to a million fucking questions. Why does this happen, and what happens if this happens, and why do you say your name like this, and why is my eyes blue and yours brown, and why do you wear eyelash extensions, and why is your hair super curly and mine is only just wavy, and why do I have to have my dad's last name and I can't have my mom's last, like, y'all, I think I've been asked every question in the book that I could think of, like, it's fun. <laughs> It's just it's funny, but it's so draining. Like sometimes I just close my eyes and I'm like to myself, like, please stop, stop the questions. <laughs> like I just want an hour of silence. And I think I find myself being up so late at night because I want that time to myself. So I use the late hours of the night to have time to myself, but then I gotta wake me up super early to make sure she's getting on school mind you that's another thing she's going to virtual school so we're literally together 24/7 she is going to school in the crib like i'm her teacher i'm her mom i'm her aunt i'm everything she turns to i i'm that person like i'm her guardian so at the end of the day for me going from zero tri- zero children none so overnight having one and then one that's learned different things from different people and different households houses households and different mannerisms and just so many different things. Oh my God. Sometimes I really want to bang my head against the wall, like, what is going on? But I did this for her best interests. Um I did this so she has more of a stable household, and sometimes I really have to remind myself and tell myself that I'm doing this for a good purpose, and it's because I want my niece to be able to grow up and be like, somebody did pull me out of of that situation. Somebody helped me when I was going through what I was going through, the worst points of my life, and I want her to be able to turn around and have somebody to trust and have someone she can actually fully love and have someone... Have have like, I want her to feel like she has someone in her corner all the time, no matter what. But yeah, so with that being said, y'all, I've really just been super stressed on the level of just being a parent or a guardian or whatever you guys want to call it. Um, it's a lot. It's a lot with her not going to school, um, like actual physical school. It's a lot with her coming from the foster system. And then on top of that, she can have no, zero contact. She has zero contact with her parents. That alone is stressful. Like, how do you explain to a kid, yeah, you can't talk to your parents? Like, that that hurts my feelings to tell her that. You feel me? So it's a lot. We're in a state where I live alone. I don't really have a support system. I can count on one hand of friends that would even kind of help me. I had one friend, one friend, shout out to my bitch TK. I had one friend that babysat for me because I had to take care of something really important. Um, and then I also had shout out to her therapist. Um, we just agreed to like this little behavior plan, uh, which she actually ended up really following and she was able to spend the night with her therapist and I think she just needed that like I feel like we needed a day to actually miss each other and everything like that and it's crazy because I'm talking about how annoyed I was I am when I wake up and shit y'all the the day she spent the night at her therapist's house let me tell you I woke up and I was like what is life <laughs> why am I so bored like I felt like I had no purpose. I woke up. I didn't have somebody to make breakfast for. I didn't have somebody to tell them to do anything. Like, I'm just like, do, 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 Waiting for her therapist to text me. I'm just like, hey, what time do you want me to come get her? She's like, oh, I wanted you to have the whole day to yourself. I'm like, I don't even want to have the whole day to myself. (laughs) I was super duper lonely. Like it was. It's just funny to now sit back and really think about. Like, damn, I'm doing all this complaining, talk about. I don't got no personal time. This, that, and the third. I don't got no patience. This, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, I really kind of enjoy her company because I hate living alone. So having company is nice. And she's a funny kid. She's really smart. She's super funny. I told her the other day she has a hidden talent. Um, she had to w- write a poem for school. Y'all, the poem was good as hell. She decided to write a about our cat, Savage, and it was a really good poem. It was a really good poem. I think it would be dope, actually, if, um, you know, me and her was able to have a mature conversation on the podcast. I'll give it a couple years, but, yeah, I think that would be dope, like, really, like, pick her little brain so y'all could hear her. She's a jokester. She's really funny. She giggles at everything. Um, So, yeah. So, that is something that I have really been dealing with and trying to make the norm. I've had her for about a month now, so it feels normal to have her, of course, but out of my adult a whole adulthood, I never had to really do for someone else other than like men I was dating and that's a different type of do, right? Like dating and a kid is just completely different. But yeah, so I really just wanted to be raw and honest with y'all with y'all on what was really going on with me. Um, so just a funny story. I mean, it's not really funny, but I guess it's funny. But let's talk about it. So I don't know if y'all believe in ass whoopings. I don't believe um a kid should get an ass whooping for every little thing or with every little thing. Like them parents that's whooping their kids ass with extension cords, sandals, hangers, all that shit. Y'all need to chill the fuck out. Like, it's it's never that serious. If you're that mad, go to a fucking rage room and calm the fuck down and go break on some glass or something. Like, don't take that shit on, on your innocent ass child. One. Two, I'm not saying I don't agree with an ass whooping. Because I, I highly agree with the ass whooping if it's definitely well deserved. Like, I had to give three. And it's not that I'm counting. (laughs) I'm not counting, y'all. I just had to get fucking three. I ain't even going to dawn on the first two reasons. But let me tell y'all how I had to whoop ass the third time. Like, I felt like a ghetto-ass parent. I really felt like ghetto. I really had a lot of anxiety afterwards. Like, I felt like I did something wrong. But I know I didn't. I just whooped her little thighs and called it a day. But... Let me tell y'all, so we were supposed to go out. I think last Sunday or the Sunday before, I was trying to like take her out the house. I was going to take her skating, so I'm like, let's go out. We're going to do something. I didn't tell her what I was going to do, so I was like, as long as you behave, we could go out. Before we left the house, she threw a tantrum, so I'm like, we're not going out. We're just going to go run errands. So, of course, she's crying. She's upset. She's all in her feelings like, I didn't even do anything. Mind you, y'all, she threw a tantrum because- She didn't want to fucking tie her shoes, some simple shit, like nothing to throw a tantrum over in my opinion, but she's nine years old. So I guess in her world, it was a reason to throw a tantrum. So I'm like, look, we're going to just run errands. But what I didn't do before we left the house, we didn't eat. So we leave the house. I'm like, damn, I'm hungry as hell. Not a little bit of hungry. My stomach is in my fucking back. I'm like, all right, let's go to like this quick place, this little cool place I know about, whatever. We get to this place. Everything is cool. I've actually been reading her the first book of Harry Potter. Every night before she goes to sleep, we read a chapter. So we were actually talking about the chapter that we had read the night before at the restaurant. We was just bonding. We was talking, sharing things we didn't know about each other. She likes to tell me about A lot of things that happen in the foster homes and things like that, which I'm grateful for. I'm glad that she's that comfortable with me to share all that. So, yeah, we're vibing. Then I asked the waitress for the check. And while I'm asking the waitress for the check, can you believe this little girl started yelling at me? Like, full-blown, like, well, you make me wash my dishes and you make me feed your cat and do things for your dog and i'm looking at her like no you are not trying to throw in my face what i make you do yes little girl you have chores like so i'm just like be quiet she didn't want to calm down i'm still telling her like be quiet we're in public stop yelling she getting louder i'm telling her to stop she getting louder y'all i'm looking around it's a bunch of never mind i'm looking around it's a bunch of people or whatever and they like kind of looking, but they also trying to mind their business, but they still kind of looking. And I'm just like, Oh my goodness. Why me? So while that's going on, she still don't want to be quiet. So I just got close to her. And I was like, you know how, when your parents used to like really talk like this, like, yo, if you don't calm your ass down. So I got close to her and I'm like, if you don't shut your ass up and she stopped. So I'm like, all right, cool. So we leave the restaurant. I had paid and everything. We get in the car. <laughs> so now I'm lecturing her in the car like you better never do that to me in public. I don't care how mad you are. You better never yell at me at all. That's not how you handle a situation. Why are you even upset? I'm upset because we're not going to the place you told me we was going to go and I didn't even what I did wasn't even that much of a big deal. So what? I threw a tantrum about my shoes and I'm like all right, little girl, I turn the music up and I continue running errands. Y'all, I'm driving. I'm looking through the rearview mirror, of course. I'm just like continuous. I never knew parents looked that much through that damn mirror to see what their kids were doing. But I'm looking, looking, looking. And this little girl go to swing, like full-blown swing. And God had her fucking back. Let me tell y'all, God had her back because the second she swung before she was about to connect to me, that fucking seatbelt yanked her right back. She moved so quick. That seatbelt yanked her right the fuck back. And I'm in my head like, no, she just didn't. Mind you, music is playing. I'm still driving. I saw the whole thing, but I don't say nothing. After that, now she flicking me off. I'm like, what the hell? So now I turn the music down and I turn around and I'm like, do you have a problem? And she's like, oh, no. I'm, um, my leg fell asleep. And I said, I'm about to pull over and whoop your ass. You got me fucked up. And she was like, no, you're not. I ain't never made a U turn so fast in my life. Pulled in this parking lot and I parked so bad, so fast, y'all. And I whooped her little ass. And since then, she's been walking in a straight line. So I think the ass whooping worked. (laughs) It was just like, it was just, uh, it was a very trying moment. But I just felt so bad afterwards. Like, I was like, what? Like, is this why? I remember being a kid, and my grandma used to whip my ass, and they used to hug me and tell me she loved me, and she was so sorry, but I got to be a good girl, and this, that, and the third. But my grandma was the type of grandma, she was whooping ass for no reason. If I walked wrong or looked the wrong way, I was getting my ass whooped. If she was brushing my hair and I flinched, I was getting hit with the brush type shit. Like You feel me? So she would do shit like that and be like, I'm so sorry. I love you so much, and I'm really realizing that I was about to have that moment and I was like I cannot do that because I didn't like that as a child so I felt like I couldn't do it (laughs) I'm like yo I cannot do that because if I do that that's just like so I don't even know the word to use but that's just so backwards like I'm gonna whoop your ass and then and then try to just hug and tell you like it's gonna be okay like no no I actually told her stop crying suck it up Or I'm gonna whoop your ass again. She stopped, so whatever whatever I did clearly worked. But that was just a little story time I just wanted to share with y'all. It was it was it wasn't funny during. It was definitely funny afterwards, but that's another thing like a lot of people are not realizing. You know, I've been having friends reach out to me, family members reach out to me like, hey, I haven't really been hearing from you, what's going on? I'm kinda tapped out. Like I really don't want to talk to nobody. The only person, the only people I I talk to is like my mom. I'll talk to my aunt here and there, my therapist, a couple of my friends, not every day, but a couple of my friends. Yeah. Oh, and my man, that's it. Like, that's the only people I want to talk to. No, y'all, I'm not, (laughs) I'm not in a relationship, but I do got a man. It's, it's complicated. No, it's not complicated. It's actually not complicated. I'm very like happy, but yeah, it don't matter. We're not even gonna get into that. That's not the topic of the, that's not the discussion. That's top, not topic of the discussion, whatever you want to call it. That's yeah, no, that's not this. But um. Yeah, I just really wanted to share with you guys what I'm really dealing with. Um, It's very hard with dealing with a child that has a lot of behavior issues and that just comes from so many broken homes and so many homes without morals and standards and manners and things like that. So, man, like I said in the beginning, I commend all the single parents, the widows, the foster parents, the parents who decide to adopt. Like, everyone who steps to the plate when they're in the same situation as me, because I'm sure I'm not the first and I'm not going to be the last person who takes custody of their niece because her father and her mother couldn't get it together. Like, so shout out to autumn autumn people, real shit. Like, not for nothing, we, we got a heart a lot of people don't have. We really do. And, and it's not to take away from the two-parent households. Like, that's that's wonderful. I, I commend them, too, that you have a two-parent household. But it's a difference. It's a big difference. I'm commending you in two different ways. You understand? You feel me? So, yeah, y'all, I told y'all I was getting out of fucking Virginia soon. That's something else I wanted to talk about. Your girl is fucking moving. I'm fucking excited. I'm excited. I forgot how much I really hate packing. Oh my gosh. You start packing and you realize while you're packing, you're making a fucking mess. Everything is like out of its home because I think everything has a home, but everything is out of its home. Everything is just in the way. You start going through things. I'm trying to throw away stuff that I really haven't even touched in the past year. Oh, I haven't even looked at this trash. I haven't even touched this trash. I haven't done anything with this trash. I'm just trying to be nowhere near someone who is holding on to something that is not significant. And a fucking hoarder. Like, I'm not really a hoarder. Like, I'm a, a mimolid. A hold on. minimum. Min, min, min. <laughs> Y'all, I know the word. I just forgot to say it. Minimalist. Minimalist. There you go. I'm a minimalist. That's how you say it, right? I think that's how you say it. We just gonna rock with it. I'm a (laughs) minimalist. Yeah, that part. And I, well, I at least try to be just cause I don't really, I'm not, I hate junk and I like stuff being laid out in a specific place. Like if I put something on my desk, that's where it's supposed to be on my desk. If I put something on my nightstand, that's where it's supposed to be. Same way in my cabinets. Like if I go back to look for it, that's where it's supposed to be. Like, I don't like having all this like unnecessary stuff that I don't use, or that's just going to sit there or that I haven't looked at for years. The only thing I keep Like that is like real significant stuff. Like I have all my letters from basic training, all my basic training letters I have. And I feel like every time I move is when I really go through them because that's when I start to go through that little, um, storage, little box that I have for them. And it always makes me cry. It really does. It is just, it, it's amazing how much people love me, um, and how little I notice it when I need to. It's like, I know it's there. But I guess when I want the love um, and I want to receive it in certain ways, I'd be telling myself like, oh, people don't love me. People ain't here for me, y- yada, yada, yada. But that's not true because it's moments like that when, like yesterday, I literally went through that box yesterday and saw all my basic training letters from friends, family, um, the priest to my old church, like all these letters. And I was just like, this is so sweet. These people did not have to write me. And I felt well appreciated and so loved while I'm reading this. And I'm like, wow, to believe this was 10 years ago, y'all. I went to basic training 10 years ago. Like I feel like a old ass bitch. Like I feel real old. No, I don't. I'm lying. I don't feel real old. That just that moment just made me feel old at the moment. But I don't feel real old. That's a lie. I feel like I'm aging backwards for real, for real, if you ask me. But yeah, moving is just so fucking messy. It's so fucking tedious. I don't know. Like, you know, this is this is a question for y'all. Of course, I'm not gonna get an answer. And nobody everybody don't jump at once or yell at once, but would y'all rather pack or unpack? I think the more I think about it, I'd rather unpack because then while unpacking, you're slowly like getting rid of the garbage, which is like the boxes, whatever's in the boxes. And you're giving everything a home while you're packing. You're taking everything out of his home and just opening boxes and making a mess and doing this and doing that. And, it, and that shit is not. No, I no. Moments like that is when I miss like. The benefits I had while being in the military, they used to come pack my whole crib for me whole crib top to bottom what do you want to do with this like certain things like you want this you want that or it would be like hey throw that pile away or keep that pile like I would go through it before they even come but they literally did all that shit I think that's where I get my packing skills from watching the pack the, the, the movers move me I think I've had three sets of movers yeah it's great. It's it's really, it's, it's fucking wonderful. But who's going to pay that much for something you can do? Mm. Not I. But yeah, so I'm moving. I'm excited. I feel like I'm about to get a nice fresh start with baby girl. And I'm going to be closer to family. So I feel blessed. And I feel like everything is just happening in my favor. And God is answering all my prayers. Definitely, definitely shout out to God. Like I really felt... Like I had a low point when I first got my niece, and I know I always tell myself and I tell my friends like you're the only person that could pull yourself out your lap, pull your head out your lap, but I think without God, I wasn't gonna be able to do it. Like I prayed, I've been praying so much, so, so much since I've had my niece and you know, I appreciate her coming to me because it's actually been making me pray more because I'm trying to teach a kid that that prayer is important. And it's making me realize how much I was missing out on prayer. And it's making me realize that that connection with God is still there no matter what. He's always going to be there. And I'm telling you, like, even when I do lose my connection with God and I don't pray as often or when I only pray when I need him, like, and I realize I'm being selfish as a person and I'm not praying for those who are less fortunate or who are unhealthy or who are starving and things like that. That, that's like when I thank him the most because no matter what, like all my prayers still get answered. Point blank period. No matter what. Shout out to the man up top. For real. So, yeah, y'all. Other than moving and my knees, I am taking a class. I'm going to keep that in the tuck. I'm going to just say it like that. I'm taking a class. That's just going to stay in the tuck. Your girl is trying to do bigger and better things. Your girl is going to do bigger and better things. I've told y'all since the first episode, manifestation is important. Speak it and it's going to come into existence. If we're being honest, my second episode was actually recorded before my first episode. And it's super funny to me because I really, I listened to all my episodes, but I really listened to my second episode and I was laughing because at the end, I, I told y'all, I'm not going to be, I'm, I'm going to be working for myself by the beginning of next year. That episode was recorded October, 2022. So when I listened to that and I and I edited it and I posted it, I'm like, wow. Y'all, I, January, I was unemployed. Like, I wasn't working for the man. So that was nice. I'm still not doing fully what I, I really want to do, if I'm being honest. But I'm getting there. I ain't mad at it everything everything is a is a stepping stone like everything is a pro, is a progression like I'm progressing I would say that so it's just funny to me how I really manifested that and I spoke that shit into existence without even noticing it like that's why I tell people like your your words are strong you know I have those types of parents and grandparents or I should say mom and grandmother yo they pull the negative out of everything. Like my grandma'd be like, Oh, you're gonna get walked you're gonna walk down the street and you're gonna get kidnapped and you're gonna get raped. I'm like, yo, don't say that. Don't put that out in the universe. Cause that shit really gonna happen. Do not say that shit. I don't understand why people don't believe the tongue is very powerful. That shit is so powerful. So I try to really manifest and really stand on what I'm saying and how important it is, but yeah. Yo, I got something in the tuck. And I'm telling you, it's gonna be big real soon, real soon. Working on it. But other than that, y'all know I love y'all. Y'all know I appreciate y'all. If y'all got some advice for me, if y'all have ever worked with kids with behavior issues, hit your girl up, DM me, text me, call me. Um, oh, and I do wanna thank all the people. Like, I posted and my close friends, which probably only have like 40 people, nowhere, I don't think, nowhere near more than 50. Um, And I posted on my close friends when I first, first got my niece. I probably had her for like a week and I explained very, very slightly what was going on, that I had her, that she was in 19 foster homes and that she was actually picked up from a psychiatric center because nobody can control her behavior and things like that and the blessings I received the friends who blessed me like I really really fucking appreciate y'all in the moment I needed my friends the most my friends stepped to the plate and some friends I haven't even spoke to in months in probably years but them being like them putting themselves in my shoes and the situation being so relatable and them being there for me y'all that meant so much to me and I really appreciate y'all and I love y'all and I can't even explain the appreciation I had I have for those types of people like I feel like I owed them something if I if I'm being serious like they did things they didn't have to do one of my friends went on Amazon and bought my niece a whole bunch of clothes like and sent it, like asked me for my address, and just sent everything over. very well appreciated. Not only did she send her clothes, she sent her two toys. She didn't have to do that. Another one of my friends from high school i didn't talk I haven't talked to her for so long. I don't even remember the last time I've seen her to be honest, sent me a hundred dollars to my cash app for anything my niece needed. Shout out to my brother because he sent me some bread, too. Like, And it's not even that it was needed. It was that my, my niece came from such a fucked up situation and literally had zero to nothing when I first picked her up. And I just explained that in, in those videos. And the fact that people felt where I was coming from is very, very, very heartwarming and very well appreciated. So I just want to say thank y'all. I really appreciate y'all. Um, and everything like that. So I really want to let my followers know, let, let's, let let's tap back into it. Cause I told y'all at the end of the episode, I was going to let y'all know what's going on with the video content. So like I told y'all, your girl is moving. Who wants to record with boxes everywhere? And I'm, if I'm being honest, y'all, my, my office right now is a fucking hot ass mess. Like it's really a hot mess. There's stuff everywhere. Mind you, baby girl goes to school in the office, like she does school in the office. So it's just so much going on and I need to get the aesthetic right before I'm making some video content. So hang in there, y'all. Like I told y'all last time, I want to look at y'all just as much as y'all want to look at me. Is It's being worked on when i get my next when i get into my next place i just told one of my friends the first thing i'm working on is my office because my podcast listeners keep asking me when they going to have the chance to actually look at your girl so i'm going to make sure i get that right just for y'all i'm telling y'all now episode 5 let's talk about it episode 5 if I'm being all the way thorough and honest with you guys, I'm not sure if there's going to be an episode 5 within the next 2 weeks. But your girl's going to do what she has to do because I'm not about to be slacking on something I've dreamed of doing for a long time and I'm going to I'm going to work on episode 5 for y'all. I'm going to try to get someone on here. Um, I know y'all love the guests and I just have so many good topics I want to talk about with guests. If y'all have any topics in mind, shoot me some topics, shoot me some ideas. I'm open to anything. I've have I've had multiple friends reach out to me on ideas and topics. That's also very well appreciated. Um so yeah, so if it's anything y'all want to sit here and actually share with me that y'all want me to talk about or y'all want to hear me talk about shit. I'm open to anything. Like This is why I did this. I did this to be raw and real and be honest with myself and honest with y'all and share my experiences with y'all and my past and grow with y'all and everything like that. Laugh, cry, all of that. So let me know if Y'all want me to tap into a certain subject or anything like that? Episode 5 is going to be worked on. I'm definitely definitely working on a guest, y'all. The last of my shit that will be packed from this office is this damn podcast shit. And that's all my mama like, I'm not in a rush to pack my podcast shit because I definitely don't care if I have to record episode 5 with a bunch of boxes around me and a guest or two. I don't I that that's just how it's how it's going to be like. So I'm working on trying to get a guest, uh, someone who actually wants to get on. I'm not saying the the person who was supposed to get on here didn't want to get on. It just didn't work out. And like I said in the beginning, everything just happens for a reason. So it is what it is. But at the end of the day, the video content will be coming soon. I got y'all. I'm not going to sleep on that. I'm not going to um, not give y'all what y'all want because at the end of the day, I know... That's, what, that's something y'all want. And I, I don't blame y'all. When I watch and listen to podcasts, nine times out of ten, it's a video podcast. It really is. The last podcast I listened to and I didn't watch the video was actually Carisha. Please. I love that podcast. She's just so like, yo, Young Miami just don't care. Shout out to her for not giving a fuck what people think. She really honestly truly doesn't care I really like that about her I really like that about her but yeah y'all so um I think I covered everything I really wanted to talk about with y'all I just wanted to really just give y'all an insight of what was going on in my life for real for real and I don't even like doing that y'all don't it wasn't uncomfortable to do it because I fuck with y'all I love y'all like But at the end of the day, I don't really do it. I kind of move in silence, but I'm going to share with y'all what I'm going through because I said from the rip that's what I was going to do. So please continue to tune in. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you guys to the moon and back. I'm always going to have love for y'all because, like I say all the time, without the listeners, there's no podcast. So, yes. With that being said, don't forget to tune into episode five. Continue being you, continue doing you, continue loving yourself. Don't ever let anyone get in the way of that. Always love yourself first, y'all. I tell y'all that every single episode. I love y'all to the moon and back, and until next time.